0: It's lit. <laughs> we back. It. What's good, gentlemen? Wagwan. <laughs> you know. Yeah, same.
1: It's been a minute, man. You know, we we have... I think our history goes... Let's talk about the very beginning of our history, right?
0: Right, right, right.
1: We met in college. Right. And I was managing the artist at that time. I think you went to high school with him, right?
0: Yeah, we was making music, like, from, from the start. Like, me and Cash, yeah.
1: Yeah. And um, me and you were like, you were the business mind yeah, and mm-hmm. I was the business mind with me and my crew. Yeah, right? yeah. And then Cash was kind of like that piece in the middle that had that overlap.
0: Yeah, because we was making things, he was like, um, he was like, he had signed to your label and I still remember this, I remember like not really having... No concept of nothing, and we. And I remember I asked you. I was like, I was like, you got a label? <laughs> remember? I like, you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you got a label, and you was like, yeah. And I was like, how you do that? And you was like, I just started it. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you was like ahead of us from the beginning. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I was a little bit older too, you know. Yeah.
1: But um, we weren't exactly friends. I would say we were yeah. just like associates, right? Yeah,
0: cause you had, cause you had got. The plug on the Timbs early, yeah. and me and Naira was like, "Oh, we're like, oh, we're Timbs for seventy or seventy-five or eighty or whatever." Yeah. And you was running down the, you was running down to Flemington, yeah. and then getting them, we're coming back, yeah. and then um, I left the receipt in the bag. <laughs> yeah, I <nobody laughs> seen it. <laughs> you know what I be, mean? but I'm crazy though, cause I remember like you couldn't get my size. So uh, so they came. I'm like size nine or something, and you came back with like ten, ten and a half, and I was still rocking them. I was like, <laughs> like I paid for these. I'm rocking them." Yeah. But now Ron was mad. He was like, "Yeah." Yeah. So we we,
1: we weren't exactly seeing eye to eye. And then I hit like That's a, how it started. Yeah, and then um, and then there was I think there was some fear that I was on some Diddy type thing. Yeah, with yeah, the yeah. You practice. was
0: Diddy. <laughs> I remember on MySpace you had the Diddy pick with the with the shades. Yeah. And like a, a suit, you yes. were suing up when nobody else was suing suit. up. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, I had a low <laughs> part of my life.
1: Cassidy mm-hmm. got incarcerated. Yeah, I So that. I was out of the music. And, um,. I was in the mortgage business and that tanked, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of like sitting around just hustling, trying to make ends meet, and you hit me up, you said, yo, I'm about to go to Florida shoot this music video.
0: Right, right, yeah. Well, you
1: want to come? I'm like, I ain't got no bread. You like, don't worry about it. We just going to go. Da-da-da. I was like, how we getting? He's like, we going to drive. Yeah, we're gonna like, hey, we going to drive. We going to drive to Florida? Yeah. I ain't got that's nothing ain't else problem. we to do. Yeah. yeah. So we went down and um, on the way there, we got a chance to really like, that's the first time we really had a chance to get to know each other.
0: Right, right, right. And
1: then on the way back, and on the way back, he was like, "Yo, you want to form a group?" I was
0: yeah. like,
1: Rap right, me and you, he like, yeah. So then that was the whole Demic in Boston saga.
0: Right, right, right. Right. And
1: taking flights to Miami with a hundred dollars in my pocket, <laughs> yeah. breaking down in Charlotte.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We're gonna bring St back, and yeah. we're gonna do that whole Demic in Boston St saga,
0: yeah, urban yeah. background
1: saga. So I don't want to take <laughs> too too much time on that, but um. So since the Demic in Boston saga. Um, we really haven't connected.
0: Yeah, it's been like cause you cause um, we both was like kind of like it's it's funny cause sometimes I feel like we we swap places. You know mm, what I'm saying? Cause, mm. cause before like like I said, everybody thought you was the flashy Diddy. Like I'm throwing <laughs> parties, I'm doing this, yeah. doing that, and I was more on some like like the system, the, the the this and that. Like I mean this and that, and, and like now you talk more about the system, the politics. Um And things like like of that nature, you know yeah, what I'm saying. So sometimes yeah. I'll be, and then I had the locks, and you had the low cut, and yeah. then that was just like yeah, flip I got the
1: locks. You got the low yeah, lock, yeah, you got like, the gold on <laughs> Gucci
0: and all that. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. So sometimes I'll be thinking like that. It's like it's like a whole total flip, you know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs>
1: it, it, it's funny how life does that, man. Totally flips around. So, um I just I'm just glad that we stayed friends all these years. Um I think you've been. Probably the most important friend I've had um and i and I say that honestly from my heart um because sometimes you hang around friends like we were just talking on the balcony um your beautiful apartment here yeah. um but we were just talking about how like sometimes you get around your friends and they want to talk about girls and they want to talk about other people and complain yeah gossip gossip mm-hmm. and we outside talking trading stock options, and, yeah you know, starting up businesses, right?
0: And it's always been like that. Like I remember before you, you used you talk to me about um, explaining to me how short sales work in, mm. in the real estate market when yeah. you had the the one dude, I forgot his Dave. name. this day, I don't remember his name, Dave but he was a white Oswald. dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the time, I remember like, I feel like at the time we used to look at him like, yo, yo, he's doing it yeah. like crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? And I feel like. We've both got to the, the point where it's like, okay, like that, you know what I'm saying? Like we've had those highs and those lows and everything else. You know what yeah, I
1: mean? yeah, but we've always every time we got together, it's always been a constructive discussion. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's what I love most. It wasn't like like and another thing I love about our friendship is I could go three months and not speak to you. And there's no love loss. Right? right, right. Like, cause I know you working, I'm working, you got a kid, I got kids. We mm-hmm. busy, we hustling, but as soon as we talk on the phone, it's just like back when we was on tour. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so I love that you're that genuine type person. You ain't dealing with emotions like, oh, you here for this yeah. dude, you call Yo, check up
0: on me? I um, <laughs> I learned one of my important, the most important lessons on how to. This is a little like, off, but I learned one of the most important lessons on how to deal with like the co-parenting situation from you. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh, um, like no, no, some real, like just watching it and just because I had a kid, like later after you, so so right. I was like, but but I, there's a couple of lessons that you told me specifically that have helped me make sure that my situation never go too far off. So I, I just yeah. I just wanted to say that before. I yeah. remember
1: <laughs> I was at the mortgage, I was at the mortgage gig. Dave was my manager at that time, and I got a phone call from you, and this was at a time when me you weren't even like that yeah. cool, right? And you said, "Yo." I got her pregnant. I yeah. like, Are you about to have a kid? And I'm like, yes, I started celebrating because I was like the only one out of our friends with a kid, right? yeah, yeah. And you like, yo, what do I do? And I'm like, don't worry about it, it's not the end of the world. Nah, nah, nah. We had a I don't remember the specifics yeah. of the conversation. Yeah, yeah, But I remember you having some concern.
0: Yeah. Like, Cause you like, never know. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just never know how it's gonna go.
1: Yeah. So I'm glad at least I had a little <laughs> bit of a positive. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, nah, definitely like you was just always telling me. Basically, it was more of a because you because you um you mentioned the non emotion, like not too much heights and ups and downs, but it was just like don't be too emotional when you make a decision, like if you guys are not seeing eye to eye, so you was mm. always like don't be if they're being like that, don't match it and, yeah. I, and I basically always held that in my head to in order like how I deal with everything now, you know yeah. what I'm saying when it yeah. comes to my daughter, her mom, everything like that,
1: yeah, I talk about that in my book, um, you know, a woman might have a certain energy that she brings sort of negativity and you don't have to feed into that. Right. It's very important not to match that energy. Um, but there's a life lesson that you gave me that consistently goes through my mind
0: and you called it cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I cliffhanger. To, I, I, was to, a, I, I like I like I kind of, I don't remember like the specifics. I know I was doing a mixtape called the cliffhanger because yeah. I felt like I was... Cliffhanging, like basically, like I was saying, like I was never saving bread. I was always putting myself out there in a way that, that, yo, either I sink or swim. You know what I mean? And it it is what it is. You know what I mean? And and I, but I don't remember like the whole specifics of it because it was a while ago when I was working on that thought, that idea.
1: And that's that always stuck with me. You know, it's like you gotta take risks, you gotta take chances, and we gotta climb this mountain. And either you get to the top of the mountain. Or you fall and you die
0: yeah. right but
1: if you ain't ready to die you ain't ready to live right you know? right and i just love that because like i said it was like miami right and um i had a hundred dollars literally in my bank account Yeah, yeah. it was just like and then y'all was leaving i think two days before me right right, right? And we ended up meeting some investor dude with a casino, when he paid for the rest of my stay. And put yeah, me yeah, up I in remember. The they the were
0: from, um, they were like Native Americans. Yeah, right. Yeah, oh, I forgot all about them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and things then, happen when you do things. Right. It's always, it's, it always works out.
1: That's the thing. You, you, we had to do that. Mm-hmm. We had to take those chances and those risks. Otherwise, you wouldn't have the opportunities that come along with that. Right. Exactly. Know? Um. Uh, Going to, I think it was the Charlotte show, Mm -hmm. right? And I told my job, like, yo, I need time off, (laughs) and he wouldn't give it to me. He said, We don't give it to you, you're gonna be fired. I'm like, Well, I'm just gonna have to be fired, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's that cliffhanging mentality, Mm -hmm. knowing like my girl gonna bitch at me. Yeah, you know, I got kids, I gotta make money,
0: but I was still willing to. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like, I think we were just talking about this, like, like, you know that there's a bigger play out there, and I think that same show in North Carolina. Like I was starting a job like that Monday. We did the show on Saturday. Yeah. Michael Jackson had just died. Right. We went out. We did the Michael Jackson tribute. Yeah. Right. And then the car broke down and all that, or oh, everything crazy was <laughs> happening. And then we went to, I think the Greyhound station. The Greyhound shit. It was closed. We went. No, no, no. We no. We found. We the car broke down. Yep. After the show, so we couldn't get back home. I'm starting. a It's on. Sunday. I'm starting a new job on Monday. Yeah. Right. Working yep. at the firm. Um, and then, uh, and basically, what happened was, we had. I think we had like a couple hundred dollars. It was me, you, S.T. Yep. And we got to the airport because ST's cousin said he found some tickets, ninety eight dollars a piece, three tickets. Mm. That was the last three hundred dollars. Yeah. We bought the three tickets. I don't know if you remember this. Uh uh-uh. We bought the three tickets. Got to the airport. Went to go check in, and they said that he bought the tickets for the next year.
1: Oh, right. Right?
0: So we got there, and she was like, well, there's nothing she could do. And I was like, well, we had no money. And so I was like, I started blacking out on her. Like, I started getting outside my skin. Like, my soul was in the air going like this. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know what happened, but she gave us our bread back at the airport. I think it was like U.S. Airways before, if they're, I don't even know if they're in business still. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we ended up going to the Greyhound, getting on the Greyhound, going up, Getting pulled out by the pulled over by the cops on yeah. the Greyhound. Yeah, we're gonna they tell the ST a, story. They took us to the back room. Um, yeah, we're gonna we save ST for that yeah, story. Yeah, the yeah, 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 I don't wanna even Don't spoil that. Yeah. But but yeah, but it's all of those things that it's like, it's like people might have just seen that we were on stage, we had a good show, but they don't know everything that we went through to even get to that, to get to do that little Half an hour set or the hour set or whatever it was, yeah. it took so much extraness that nobody knows, and it's just like, oh um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
1: and and thinking about that tour, right, like we start that tour and we're only like a fifteen minute slot right right, but by the end of the tour, we're like running the show
0: right, right, exactly, right? and I always tell people that I feel like with me, you there's a few people that I feel like. That I know, jewels like that too. That with all things being equal, we're gonna shine and we're gonna win. And I always tell people that, like, a lot of times you you don't realize who, like, who's the better because a lot of people have so much going for them and so much on their side when you when you fight against them mm-hmm. that that it looks like it's uneven. But mm-hmm. the whole time it's like, with all things being even, which it is, when you get on the stage and you grab that mic. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we're taking over shows where nobody knows us and we're, we're executing a better show than the headliner yeah. at this point in time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: And and you were such a a pioneer, right? Like, and 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 a driver, you know. I remember DC. He said, yo, we're going to DC for Obama's inauguration. Right, right. And it had started snowing. Storm. it was yeah, two I'm, degrees outside two degrees outside i hit you i said yo we still going to dc and you cussed me out You said <laughs> yo, yeah, you cussed like... me out right <laughs> <laughs> he was like you bitching up we ain't, we ain't quitting okay yeah. what the weather like yeah. we going and i'm yeah. like all right cool right like and i think this is why the personalities are great because i think somebody who would have been in my shoes mm-hmm. would have got upset and said yo i'm not coming who you think you talk talking yeah, yeah, to yeah, like yeah. that and all of that but really i was like
0: nah he right like we ain't quitting and then we that's how I feel about like like that's why I don't plan too too much stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not into like making a plan because you don't never know what's gonna happen in between. Mm. So like the weather is always something that's a variable. Right. You know what I'm saying? So so to me it's like I expect things to go left. So it's even with the stock market. When you when you buy the stock or when you trade options, you have to know what you're gonna do ahead of time because everything that happens in between is gonna throw you off your game. Mm. So if you're saying like I'm gonna hold this till this and this price gonna hit and then and then we watch we watch it go like this, you get you you get emotional and then you, you wanna change the decision. But my thing is like if we thought it was a good idea to go out to do this inauguration thing, Obama, this is history by the way. Yeah. I mean first black Prezi ever, mm-hmm. this is history and mm. we're living through it. Yeah. It's like it's cold now, but in thirty years I want to I want to show a picture. Yeah, I was there. You know what I'm saying? And I actually want to be on the ground to experience being there. Yeah. So it's like, to me, it's like, we're not about to change the whole plan because of cold weather. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Like. That's not about to happen. Yeah. So I'm going. Like you know what I mean? Like let's go. Yeah. And I never mean nothing crazy by it when I get it, because a lot of people. It's funny because St always tells me he's like I said. He told me this the other day. He said I, I sat there and I let you yell at me. <laughs> I'm like, I was yelling. <laughs> I don't even yell. Like look at this smile on my face. Like, I I don't got a yelling bone in my body. Yeah. But everybody says that. <laughs>
1: you, you you raise your voice. I don't think you yell, but you raise your voice. And the tone changes, but you cuss me out. And I was like, well, I guess we go. You know what I mean? Let me we go, we going. So we got in the car. We went, and we we just had your car. We we grabbed uh, Tariq, um, and um, uh, um, we get down there. We don't have a hotel room, right? Wow. Well, so then.
0: we had nothing, we and we still sh- we found some girls. We found some girls in the projects in DC. <laughs> we, yo, we've done like everything that you would that, that should get you probably murdered, like. We've done it and just said, "I right, it's what it what it is." Yeah, we went some strange girl's
1: house. You would sleep on one side of the couch. Yeah. I was on the other side of the couch. Dude was
0: coming in the crib.
1: Yeah, Tariq
0: <laughs> took one for the team. Yeah,
1: you know, yeah. we woke up the next morning, try <laughs> to hit that radio station at like six a.m. Mm-hmm. Hit it, right, right, and and did our promo thing and. That was like, and then we did in front of the, the White House. That was historic, right? Yeah. We, I'm like, yo, we ain't got no PAs, like, yo, don't okay, care, yo. We gonna rap with yeah. our voice, and we rap for a voice, and we got a nice little crowd. And...
0: and the thing is, that's what people don't realize. Like, you know, the internet tends seems, seems to um, discourage people because they don't realize, like, when you go out and you actually do what it is in real life, people always show you respect and love for doing it. You know what I mean? Like, somebody might sit on the internet. And look at it as, as like a visual, and say, "Oh, what, are, what, what, what is they doing? Or, or, they're gonna have this because they're not there to feel it." You know what I'm saying? That's such a big thing. Mm-hmm. But, but I always feel like, yo, know, when you actually go out there and, and in real life, people are always gonna support. I still, sat outside of, um, uh, I sat outside of gas stations with mixtapes back in the day before Spotify and all that, and people will buy it. And, but, but. Somebody will tell you, like, man nobody gonna buy sit by the gas station. But no, that's big business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, like Master and yeah. built his whole empire like that. Yeah, I remember I ain't had no money and you was like, I'm gonna
1: print up some CDs, and go sell them. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right. And I was in Penn Station. Yeah. And I'd go out there and make my hundred dollars. Yeah. And I wouldn't leave till I made because first of all, I was going out there with if the ticket was ten dollars, I had ten dollars. Yeah, so yeah. I'm not coming back home.
0: <laughs> so it's like hundred and ten.
1: Unless I have the at least to get the ticket. Yeah, so yeah, you exactly. had to sell to get back home. Right, right. And then I wanna eat something. Yeah. And right. And that makes
0: you obese. It makes you obese. It does make you because it only gets easier. Right. Cause then you start to be able to read people. You you get the game. It's just like picking up it's like it's like me and girls. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like the more you talk and you go out there, you know, sometimes you might go to like a and I'm you know, I'm not telling on myself, but you know <laughs> what I mean? Like you might go to like Memorial Day in Miami and yeah. then you go out there, you gotta warm up. You might shoot uh you know what I mean? To this chick, that chick. You might not even like them, but you got to warm up. So when, warm up with so a when chick the, first. yeah, so, when the, girl so first. when the when the when the one that you like come through, you're already on point with the bars. Yeah. You know what you about to say.
1: You yeah. know? And yeah. it's the
0: same thing with the because it's like you're trying to sell something. You know what I mean? So whether it's yourself to a girl, a CD to a fan, whatever, you yeah, know what I mean? You got
1: to develop your pitch. You got to know the right mm-hmm. target like I think this person will actually listen to me and give me some time, knowing who's in a rush and doesn't have time. Yeah, all of that. Vital, vital lessons. Um, so I'm thankful for that part of my life. In fact, before, if it wasn't for you, I'd still have stage fright. Yeah. You remember the first show we did, you cussed me out again? <laughs> first show we had was in the city at an open mic and I forgot my bars. Yeah.
0: I forgot. Yeah. I, I think I forgot my bars too though. I forgot all my sure. lyrics. Yeah. No, you
1: didn't. You, you was on point. Oh. We had an acoustic girl. Mm-hmm. And, and I forgot my bars. And he was
0: like, You was too busy talking
1: to that girl over mm-hmm. there in Da-da-da. the city. Yeah. Yeah. But I had caught stage fright. And yeah. and I and I wouldn't be the YouTuber I am today. Yeah. I hate that word YouTuber, but I wouldn't be the vocal person I am today and be comfortable in front of cameras and crowds. Yeah. Had we not did
0: all them shows. Yeah, but you you, you shine so much. I remember when we did the first Show in Miami, it's on YouTube still. Yeah, it is. And it was like a moment. It's a moment. I think it's on. It's on the YouTube actually. It's a moment, and you was like, you had the little the mohawk <laughs> that everybody was. You know what I mean, um, yeah. but it's just like I remember you was just like yeah, like that. Um, and it was just a moment, and then that show was. i It's. If you even see all the people in the front row rocking with us and everything, and um, and from that you always you put, you basically showed me how to put a show on because. Because I was doing shows, I was doing hype, right, but then you you brought like an entertainment aspect to it on top of that, where you was pointing people out in the crowd, bringing them up, doing doing more, more than I was doing. I was going up, calling response, regular, you know what I mean, regular, you yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that's yeah. crazy to hear, because I, I wouldn't even think that you had a stage fright. You know what I mean? Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm, I, I was formulating things in my head before we went. Right, right, On stage. And I remember one time he was like, Yo, you were genius. I don't know <laughs> what it was. He was like, You were genius. And it's just like sometimes I just get caught in my thoughts. So, you know, and, and as T said, I was one of the greatest performers he's ever seen. Yeah,
0: no, nah, definitely. One of the greatest. And that's why I even still to to this day, and I say that like, you know, because a lot of people, like we do, we did shows before. We did tours. So you know there's a difference between a person who could do it regardless, and the person who's kind of like relying on their celebrity, in mm. order to carry the the show. Right. You know what I'm saying, and so you you didn't need that, like you could just. It doesn't matter like who's out there, what stage they put you on, you was gonna execute. So so mm. yeah, now I always say say that. Yeah, you know I mean? it was
1: it was developed because you kind of just threw me in the lions den, and it just it, it and that's where I really found myself, you yeah. know, on that stage. And I remember it was funny because. You know, I remember we went to Asbury Park and we performed for a white couple—literally uh-huh. two people, right? <laughs> yeah. And you was like, "No matter what the show is, we're gonna do it." But then that night, yeah. we performed for over a thousand people.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean?
1: And then you were showing me like the impossible things, like when we performed for thirty thousand people in Baltimore.
0: Baltimore, yeah. At the arena, yeah. And right? they cut that. And we was doing stuff before the internet was going crazy over the politics. We was doing stuff where they, we said, we said vote Obama, and they cut our mics, boom, cut, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, we been was doing that, and, and it's so crazy to me to, uh, to see it now, because if we recorded some of that stuff, it would just be like, like, wow, y'all did that, or that happened? Like, yeah, that really happened, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. All of that stuff was just, like if internet existed, had it existed today, even the Obama moment, yeah. it would have been huge. But you always just kind of just told me, like, no matter what, if this is the plan, Mm -hmm. we execute. And whether two people show up or a thousand people show up, if it rains, Boston, for example. Remember, we went all the way to Boston and it rained. Mm -hmm. Everybody got soaked. Shoes was wet. Yeah, But we still went and we still networked. Because I think we went and had dinner with some people that night.
0: I think we did. We went to New Hampshire, came back down to Boston, and and, uh, it rained. That was a good show, too. It was like at the... they had like a it was like a, a summer car show thing, yeah. and a, a car caught fire in the distance. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that mm-hmm. uh, Worcester, Worcester, yeah. Which is funny, cause because now I, I um. Drew manages Joyner Lucas, who's mm. from Worcester. Right. So it's like crazy, cause I've never heard of this place, and now, a lot of Drew's success comes from Worcester, where we had went to do the show and did all that. And that was one of, the most.
1: Emotionally impactful shows we yeah. did. The crowd wasn't that big. I think maybe 50 people max. and yeah. it rained and we just took off our shirts and was just yeah. performing. And was... they,
0: we brought the whole front row on stage. Yeah. And we was dancing with them. Mad um, love. Yeah. And it was
1: all white crowd and performing hip hop. You would have expected that that wouldn't have happened, but yeah. they showed us mad love.
0: Yeah, in real life, it's all like I said before, in real life, it's never what you would think. Like That's why I don't get too deep into what's going on on the internet when everybody hates each other. And this white person, this black person, this Spanish person—they they all beefing online, but in real life, it's not really like that. You know yeah. what I
1: mean? Let's let's switch gears. Let's talk uh, the difference between us and our parents' generation. Mm-hmm. You know, not specifically our parents per se, but our generation versus our parents. We we'll be just on a balcony talking outside about how everybody wants—they think buying a house is an accomplishment, right? right? And they think that graduating from college is an accomplishment, mm-hmm. and this is the way. Yeah, and taking forty k and giving it to a bank where you could have took forty k and like, would you say you?
0: Yeah, like I just would rather I would rather go start a business than buy a house. So if I had, I would I would rather do a lot of things than to buy a house. Honestly, I mean, but um, and I don't want to knock the, the the house thing. I just think like we're talking about opportunity costs at that point. Right. So it's like, what can you do? You got forty thousand dollars for a down payment on a house, but what can you do with that forty that's going to grow it even more than the house. And the, the other thing, like um Grant Cardone, the mm-hmm. dude, um, mm-hmm. the YouTube guy, and he said and he, he always says like um the house is still a liability because you're not it's not like you it's not like I'm talking about a single family home, not where you got like three three duplexes. That like, yeah, three families in there and mm-hmm. so like you you're basically living free because the other two are paying the mortgage. We're right. talking about a house for yourself. A right. single family house is a liability. Right. When someone's breaks, you gotta still fix it. And then you took your 40k that you could have took and put into a business, you could have started. Mom, my mom's like I remember she was trying to start a business, and and that was about the the cost that she needed to start the business that she ended up starting that got her to be able to quit her job and things like that and run her own business. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I feel like if you do have 40k, 30k, start something that's going to bring you consistent income rather than throw it in a house you've got this house that everything's breaking, mm-hmm. but you're just so happy about it. I, I just don't get it.
1: Yeah, cash is king. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it's all about cash flow, right? Mm-hmm. Like, creating something that creates cash flow. Mm-hmm. The house isn't going, the single family house, house is, is, isn't going to create cash flow. But it's a great point you said, like, even as far as it being a liability, um, forget breaking. Mm-hmm. You have to have to maintain this house. They right? Maintain, yeah, right. You know, like, the, the shingles or the siding right. is gonna have weather mm-hmm. is gonna get weathered and you're gonna have to take somebody to come out power wash you have to paint the yeah. house the, the maintenance roofing, the maintenance all of that stuff you know you're gonna have to upgrade this house technology gets better so the old air conditioning unit you got in the back mm-hmm. you're gonna have to be replaced Right. Like, this thing is definitely a liability so when people say oh you know we bought a house I'm like
0: you bought a liability right. but and uh, even equity. So people talk about equity all the time, well you know you could put, you get equity in the home, but like let's talk about what equity really is right okay. equity is 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 a loan it's a loan, so basically it's an easy way to get a loan, mm. but it's just like so okay, so your house you bought it for three hundred now it's worth three fifty you got fifty thousand dollars equity in the home that mm. you can grab but what is equity it's fifty thousand dollar loan that you still owe the bank mm. that you have to pay back and now they refinance your mortgage so that Instead of 300, now you owe 350. So you're still paying back. So people talk like I feel like a lot of people talk like equity is like some type of free money that you just you just get to just have a hundred thousand dollars out of nowhere. But no, it's a loan. Yeah. It's still an interest rate on it. Yeah. And I just feel like a lot of people talk about equity, but they don't really talk about what it actually is. You know what I'm saying?
1: I think I think before you put money on the house, we need to go and take a look at that amortization table, mm-hmm. right? Take the best interest rate you can buy, put thirty year, you know, in there, and and look at the amortization table and see how much, you know, you took the loan out for, right. And how much you pay back, right, you know, right. Usually exactly. it's like you, you know you get a four hundred thousand dollar house, and after thirty years, you're paying nine hundred thousand back, right, right,
0: right. And <laughs> I and I looked at something the other day, and it was basically saying, um, it was comparing renting. For the same amount of years, like as a mortgage, and then who actually made more money, mm-hmm. or who actually made the better decision based on the finance, and um, it wasn't as far off as you would think, you know what I mean? And of course, it's a a crazy variable because the the person who was renting took that that down payment money and put it in the stock market, mm-hmm. right? Um, just like I, I was telling you earlier, if you if you have a, a house, let's say you put ten percent down on a house that costs four hundred thousand. And that's forty thousand dollars. If you would, let's say, like you would have bought the house in like the year 2001, 2002, Mm -hmm. and you would have put it in Apple stock, and I think at that time Apple stock was probably like eighteen dollars a share or something like that. I could be way off, but I've done this math already. But, but, um, if you would have put your now that four hundred thousand dollar house, uh, let's say it's a decent neighborhood, it, it increases in price to 600k. You know what I mean? So, so now over that. We're in the year twenty to twenty now. Over that twenty-year time, you've made two hundred thousand dollars when you try to sell that house back. Hmm. But if you would have put that forty k into the stock market, it would have turned into ten million by now. You, you made ten
1: thousand dollars a year. Yeah, well, that's what that is. Yeah, 200,000 two hundred
0: thousand over twenty years. right. right. 10, 000 so, 000 so year. it's not, it's not a. So now it's just like. You took that money and didn't put it into something that actually grows the most, and people don't I feel like they're, they're not thinking that money is supposed to actually grow for you and do other things for you so sometimes it's not the smartest move to to buy something it's you know i mean sometimes if it's going to take that money away from something else you could have did with it, like start a business into the stock market and do things like that mm-hmm. um then it's just you I know. mean
1: you figure if you're gonna make ten thousand dollars a year off this house that was a liability that you were paying into right along right. the way. You really didn't make that two hundred thousand, but let's say you know that's what you think you made, uh-huh. but you took that same yeah, because down payment.
0: Because you've also been doing maintenance the whole time that you're not gonna get back taxes. when you yeah, taxes <laughs> <and> <laughs> all of that. Fees you already know real the real the realtor fees. Yeah. Your mm. your
1: your loan, yeah. carry, all of that, right? Yeah. But then you look at some of these people who are taking that same 40k. And to into a business, right. and their business are making ten thousand dollars a month. Right, right,
0: exactly. A week. Yeah. A day. Yeah. Right. I was talking to my boy not too long ago. He he um he owns trucks. Okay. So he had he bought a truck for like fifteen k, and then he had another fifteen k, and he was gonna buy. And he he already had he had a house too, um, uh, a three family house. So the three family house, I think the mortgage is like two thousand a month, and then a thousand dollars for each family that lives on each floor. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's making a thousand a month from that house Okay. Uh, plus he, he's been having to go to court to figure to when people don't want to pay and all that and I don't want to make that too long but basically he had another 15k he had the 15k that he put into the truck that the truck makes him a thousand dollars a day mm. right so he's making like twenty four, twenty five thousand 25 thousand dollars a month off the truck mm. so I was like why would you take if you're gonna so now you have another 15 cause the first truck makes you that money why would you not double up on trucks mm-hmm instead of going to like buy a second house. Yeah. Like what's that about? Like well like it's because like people just the the culture is so tied up into thinking house, 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 house is the only way. is the only smart investment. Yeah. College, college, college is the only smart investment. That they're not thinking like dude, like bro, like when you making twenty five K off this truck. You're not gonna make twenty five K a month off of no house that you buy. <laughs> and another one, you know what I mean you talking about fifteen K down payment, you talking about Really, a house that needs a lot of work or is it a bad area, mm. so you're not really gonna i mean so so um so he ended up getting the second truck you know what I mean, and then he's been doing well with that but but just the fact that I even had to say that to him was was to me mind blowing because it's just like you don't see that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like you you don't see that, another thing is with college I like going to school um and I listen, I feel like. I don't. You're wanna... somebody.
1: Let's let's just preface and say some. You're somebody with a master's degree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have so three
0: three different degrees. I got associate's, bachelor's, and master's. Right. And that's good that you said, because I know everybody. passed, I, he, he he didn't go, he trying to justify not going. to right. now, I went to school, um, a, a couple times, but the the thing is, like, you just know. I don't have to be, like, outside of something to know when it's it's not that. Okay, this ain't the way. Right. You know what I mean. And the older you get, the more you just see that. Okay, that was never the way. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. um, and I'm just talking because I've been basically having to unlearn everything that was taught to taught to me, taught to us over the beginning of of your, your, your lifespan. And I'm not blaming nobody because everybody was teaching you something that's trying to help you. Intentions were pure, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but that's where they get you though, because like let's say your parents are telling you to go to college because their intentions are pure, but when they're marketing it to it's, it's marketing, right? So it's they're right. marketing it to your parents. We're gonna get the kids by marketing it to the parents. Mm-hmm. So now the parents is gonna pressure. So now you have ninety percent of the college walking around saying, "I'm just here for my because my mom wants a degree. Yeah. She the the thing that's gonna make her the happiest is if I get a the degree. Yeah. And like Kanye said, man, long ago. I mean, three three years in 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 here I picked the career. <laughs> Might as well stay down here and do here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that 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 whatever that um, that song was. Mm-hmm. But Mad people's in college. First of all, don't go to college for nothing. That's not basically at this point what we call essential jobs,
1: right? Uh, I say law, engineering, mm-hmm. um, doctor.
0: Yeah, things that you can't get past it, right. like the certifications. Right. You know what I mean. Um, the other thing I want to say too is like people always talk about teachers don't make a lot of money. But teachers make a lot of money. Mm. And the, the problem is working for somebody doesn't make you a lot of money. Mm. So if you if you teach a course online, your own course, you're banking, you're making crazy bread. You know what I mean? Some of the some of the, the, the most popular entre, 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 entrepreneurs that you see online are basically teachers. They're selling your course. Yeah, they're selling your course, $29.99. They get 10,000 people to buy it. That's already like 290,000 right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's just 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. And these guys have how many sales? 200,000 sales. 300,000 in sales. So they're making good money. And then while that's happening, they're working on another course. Part two. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Shout out to uh, Thaddeus Russell. the um,